Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. I'm Techman16. And I'm Strange Kirk. Hey, Kirk, you ever play Pokemon? <laughs> yes. You know how, how most of the Pokemon usually are found in rural areas and, and grassy fields outside the cities? Yeah. Well, today we have a Pokemon, a very rare breed of Pokemon found in an urban environment. He, and it's so urban, urban is in his name. It's what you've all been waiting for. It's Urbanator. Herb, how you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> I mean, come on. Pokemon you're, references? You're both I think fucking, I'm a little... You're both tired. <laughs> I think I'm a little old for po- Pokemon by a couple of years, but that's okay. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Wow, what an intro. <laughs> this episode's doomed from the start. <laughs> Whew, good times. I am not editing that out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. I'm crying. I I got tears in my eyes right now. Now all I'm thinking of is the theme song, and every time Herb goes to dry his, somebody turns his hat backwards. Oh well, he, he didn't want to say he wanted to be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> My cheeks hurt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> these, these episodes are just getting worse as we go along. Pretty soon, we're just gonna be drunk all the time. <laughs> What's up, guys? We got some people here today. <laughs> what the fuck's going on, guys? Okay. Anyway, I tell you what. Let's... Okay. All right. Back to seriousness. Okay. Serious face. <sighs> How are you doing? Besides, apparently, tears running down your face. Oh, pretty good. Thanks. How about you guys? Enjoyed your weekend? We're we're doing pretty good, man. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. So, uh, how did you get into Star Trek? Into Star Trek as a genre, or yes, Star Trek as a series, as a uh, franchise, as a sci-fi entertainment. Oh, it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those things. Just as a kid with uh, Next Generation, growing up watching that, and then of course you know you kind of get hooked into it, and then you start watching all the other Star Treks, and then everything Star Trek, and then all the little spinoffs and whatnot. So you watched everything. You watched DS9. Yes, but not so much the original series. It never really, never really appealed to me so much. Was it? Was it the technology? No, I think it was just more the, more the acting than anything, and the storylines were kind of the overacting. I mean, I'm a Canadian Shatner, kind of an embarrassment, but you know. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Well, uh, you know William Shatner. I don't mind. I don't mind. Every. <laughs> this has been uh, Tech and Kirk. See you later. <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> no, I don't really mind Shatner. He's not so bad. But uh, again, just original series was never really one of my favorites. Uh, all right. And um, what what was your favorite series then? Oh man, I don't know if I really have a. Favorite, favorite, because they've all had their, they've all had their strengths. 
I mean, you had you had TNG, which sort of brought that newer vibe from the original series. Everything was all totally new, and they had good stories, but they never really got into anything. Then Deep Space Nine came along, and it was all this combat. Voyager was sort of just a far-out little side trail, I guess, if you will, that kind of mixed everything in. This It was like a tea copy, if you will. Yeah. Um, the new stuff, like Star Trek Enterprise, was... I was excited about it. I think the execution was a little bit off. They kind of lost their way halfway through that series. Wait, so you liked the first part of Enterprise, but you didn't like the second part of Enterprise? I just didn't... There was parts that I liked throughout the entire series. There were parts that I didn't like. I think the flow was a little bit off. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's been a long time since I watched it. I don't think I ever rewatched it. Let's put it that way. Whereas I've rewatched other series. Um, yeah. Uh, Discovery. What about the new stuff? The like Discovery I found was quite interesting. It's like totally, totally different take. I don't mind that there aren't any of the, you know, Star Trek characters that we really know other than, of course, Spock. But, you know, they're doing their own twist on that. So kind of interesting. Um, you could look at it in any way, shape, or form that it could be some sort of parallel universe thing or however you'd want to look at that. Uh, Picard actually probably had me the most sort of excited because they tended to mix a bunch of the genres and you had that whole history and. And they're sort of playing the whole darker side. Kind of like Batman, how they had the original Batman movies. And then came along Dark Knight, and it was just like, dark. And you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it went, from, kinda... it went from Biff, Pow, Zock, to <laughs> murder and destruction. It's like, yeah, like, wow. They, were, they weren't lying. This is pretty dark. So I thought that was kind of cool with Picard, how he wasn't really, you know, this super awesome starship captain he kind of had his little dark side too if you will so i thought that was pretty cool and i'm kind of excited to see more did you see lower decks yet i have not seen lower decks fucking terrible (laughs) yeah um as as a as an honest assessment i think it was basically rick and morty in space that's exactly that's exactly the comment that I left on their Instagram account. <laughs> I, I, when I saw the previews, I thought to myself, I was like, uh, you know what? Uh, you know, it looked stupid to me. And I was like, you know what? Let me just not go ahead and try to form an opinion before I see it. And then my wife and I got halfway through the, that first episode. And I looked at her and I was like, this is shit. And she goes, indeed, this is shit. Yeah, my wife did the same thing. She was like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, it's Star Trek Lower Decks. And she's like, mm, no. Just just no. They they could they condense a, an hour long episode into 30 minutes and they do this real fast talking that Rick and Morty is really known for and and they do the really oh. the the cutscenes really quickly. So you got fast talking, fast talking, cutscene to a new scene, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking. It's just—it's kind of an oddity. Yeah, I think that I think one uh, reviewer actually mentioned that uh, <clears throat> they said it seemed like they were trying too hard to not have dead air. 
And it was just you. It's the it, like you said the the storyline is progressing so fast that you can't even keep up with it. You're like you you can't even react to anything because it's like let's just squeeze as much as we can into this thirty minute segment. It's just not good. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, avoid that one. Noted. Well, I mean, it was only one episode. Give it give it a few. Give it three or four before you totally hate on it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see how all those shows run, though. I mean, you gotta let them go for a little bit. See how they are. What about the movies, though? What did you think of those? Uh, I always looked at... I mean, uh, as much as I didn't like the original series, I did watch, like, the Star Trek movies. Um, You know, there was the original motion picture one, which was kind of... interesting. It was kind of terrible. Yeah. Uh, Rathacon, obviously way better. Oh yeah. And then, and then onwards, Star Trek five kind of sucked with that whole, you know, let's go meet God in the middle of the universe, blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) yeah, kind of hokey. And then, uh, yeah. Undiscovered country was great. And then all the TNG movies can't really complain there. You know, again, some were just they were moving, making movies just for the sake of them. And then they made, they redid the, the reboot, if you will, with all the new stuff. And that's sort of how I took it. I didn't go in there with any expectations of anything to do with original Star Trek. I, there's sure there's stuff I'm not a big fan of, like the fact that they are doing some sort of dilithium powered nuclear turbine within a starship. Okay. But, uh, yeah, go along with it. The characters are fun. And I look, I look for entertainment, right, in any, in any sort of movie. I'm not going to tear it apart because you could do that with anything and dissect it. And it's like, well, good job ruining the entertainment value of that one. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. How did you get into Star Trek Fleet Command? Uh, pretty much just came off working a big project for a while. and. Uh, was just on the phone looking at mobile apps and then it came up with the Star Trek game. I'm like, oh check that out, hopped on. And yeah, just started playing. Uh ran into the FDW, old FDW guys first. That's who I had hooked up with originally. Was with them for a while, leveled up, got into uh Wanted to be a little bit more competitive since, you know, I was just putting some money into the game. Just wanted to check out all the content and all that jazz and burning through missions. Um, ended up in with the original sort of STFC crew. Um, before they were STFC, they were Kobe is who I ended up with. Uh, just for more of the competition, the the Alliance events and whatnot. The Kobe, is that Kobayashi Maru? Is that? Yeah, Kobayashi Maru was the the admiral, right, of the Kobe Alliance. Okay. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Um, I was not around for that time. Kirk might remember. Yeah. Anyhow, he um, we had we butted heads in terms of. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but we were button heads, and I was like, you know what? That's all good, man. You guys do your thing. 
there's already a little bit of discontent within the uh, within the alliance and um yeah i was just like well i don't really need to be a part of that that's not my thing so i took off i went back to fdw and then uh was playing with them again for another month and then everybody left and uh obi-wan uh left kobe as well started up sdfc pretty much everyone left fdfc joined or everyone left uh kobe and then joined f s p f c and um Wait, wait, spell, spell that again. Sorry, spell that again. It's S-T-F-C. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I ended up going back over with them. And then I was with them for a number of months. Uh, Q, OB, I believe, transferred power over to Q. And then, yeah, we're having, we're just playing, doing our thing. It was that whole, you know, not really a ROE alliance. Everyone just sort of did their thing. Um, started getting like super competitive, and you know, people who got focused on the on the competition more than anything else ended up having a big war with uh, with IDDA. And then at the end of that whole war, it ended up uh, IDDA sort of split apart. And Incho started Nona. And then a bunch of people left IDDA, a bunch of people left STFC, and we joined Nona, started going into that. Wait, you joined Nona? Yeah, way back in the early days. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was in Nona with them. And, you know, it was that whole thing, don't want any any salt and that sort of deal. And some of the, I mean, my early days, and again, no offense to anybody or anything like that that might be listening, but, um, you know, there's definitely some players and most of them were the IDDA guys that that came over that I didn't really see eye to eye with. And, we, you know, we were doing armadas at the time. And it was one of those things where we had already discussed, it's like, you know, if you if you start out with an armada and you have to two hit it you know the the second the whoever was in it first you know got to finish it off kind of deal um otherwise you know let the bigger power guys go and just do it in one shot because i mean who's who wants to waste epic directives or or rare ones at that right unless the armada owner is willing to do it so um yeah there are some there are a few circumstances where we'd get bumped out and nothing was said, you know, there was no, oh, sorry, man. It was just kept on going, whatever, continued on. I won't name names. Uh, and I was like, yeah, well, I enjoy playing the game. I don't really need to, I don't need the armadas, but I don't really like the attitude. I don't really care what happens. It's just, you know, just say something like, hey, sorry, my bad. I did whatever, didn't mean to. Anything of anything along that line is uh, is all I ever really expect. But um, yeah, it was just the kind of attitude I got back was nose up in the air, and this is my right because I'm bigger than you, and off we go. 
so I left there and yep. Go ahead. So you, so you split so you split off from known as that when you went to most? Nope. Nope. Um I actually went back to FDW. Oh my god. Yep. I went back to FDW and we was there and we we're basically doing all kinds of armadas and stuff um in FDW and then there was a split up within that alliance months later and they branched off to RPM. I believe it had something to do and, you know, feel free to correct me in the comments or whatnot. Um, but uh, I believe it was to do just with, uh, with all the extra rules that ROE and all that was bringing and people just didn't like all those extra, extra extra rules what extra rules are you talking about it, it just everything are, I, i've never for the record i've never played by the definition with big air quotes of you know roe i've never really done that i've always played by a respect and courtesy approach like i'm not going to go and blast someone off something because they're opl if there's a bunch of nodes around and because i've always tried to separate myself from the masses when it came to mining, for example, right? I'd get out of the way. I'd let the people who didn't have the resources to mine in higher warp areas, I'd leave them to mine in, in the lower warp parts, and I would specifically stick to the deeper, higher warp range areas and just mine there. So I'm not going to go on, like I say, I'm not going to go blow up someone if I see them OPL. That wasn't really the, I didn't need to, right? I could just mine my own stuff. And if I saw people OPL in other lower warp areas, I wasn't going to hit them off just because they were OPL. How quickly did you progress to where you were above the average player and can mine in those higher warp areas? I'm trying to think of when that was. Well, I started in September and... It would have been by the end of September, early October. Okay. So about a month in. A month in, you were already more powerful than most most people. I see. Yeah, okay. I was already up. I was just out in the warp forty region at that point, right? Mining away, and uh, yeah, there was basically the little gentleman's agreement is how it was referred to that uh, you just wouldn't hit other people on the on the nodes who are opl but of course you know as everything it always there's always a evolution with how many people are coming in how many nodes are available right and more and more people by i think it was late october middle of november there were more and more people getting to that capability where they could get to warp 40 mining and then there was uh then it became a bit more of a challenge because now you've got people who are sitting on nodes and some of them would basically move their one miner off and move another one on rather than warp out you know and back in nothing wrong with that you know it's still ROE or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Like at that point, it's not really. But that's more of a greed thing at that point, quite honestly. You know, you're, you're hogging a node or you're just resetting it and then you keep sitting on it and you take a, what are they, 40K nodes in 
in like Nicosa and and that, right? I think they're forty thousand. Yeah, forty k. Right. So when you see guys that are like a hundred k over, you know they've reset that thing at least three times. So it's sort of like, hey, you you know, there's other people that are that are looking to get some resources, and then you're just reset. You're just staying on the node. So those things were kind of getting discussed at the time. There were people who were uh, going around and basically killing everyone who was OPL. Like Chef? Nope. Chef could never. Chef Chef wasn't even close to making it out there. I think he was um, he was still pretty low level. Um, didn't have the warp range. Um, Buck Nasty comes to mind as one. He kind of got reamed out uh, for it because there was uh there was even though like i say there was talk about changing stuff in the warp 40 zone but he was basically just taking it on his own which you know there's consequences to that and i can say that because i'm doing the exact same thing right now which i'm sure will lead to uh out in dark space so you know it's uh it's always a tricky subject because there's pros and pros and cons to all of that, but um, coming back a little bit, let's yeah. let's discuss mining in a little bit. Um, I want to come back to these extra rules, which you know that led to a dissolution of FDW. What rules? I don't even remember the details, to be honest with you. But it was more to do with um, if I if I recall correctly, because I I don't want to say that this is you know verbatim of how it was. But there was just starting to become more rules about uh, zero nodes and having one minute warnings and, you know, like all those little things. And then which miners could go on what nodes and all of the stuff was going on. And it's like, you know, some people just wanted to play the game and not have that many rules set out. So that's uh, that was my recollection of it. And so in, internally, right, it was just one of those um, it was just one of those things that some people felt one way, some people felt another way. So anyways, we continued on for another little while. And then, um, yeah, at some stage, maybe a, a month or two after that, I ended up uh, going over to most and joining those guys. And then, yeah, we did a whole whack of armadas and that and we're blasting through stuff i always have i've always had a lot of people that i know in nona because i played with them in kobe i played with them in sdfc so i've always known people in that group i've always considered them friends so i've always tried to look out for that group because i know that as a top alliance you're always getting people looking at you for direction whether it's like a direct or indirect look to see what they're doing and how they're acting and some of that rep they were getting was bad so i was always just looking out for stuff so they started recruiting people into nona they started expanding they wanted to be even more competitive um which is fine you know do whatever um SDFC went through the same thing. And with every competitive alliance, and it's going to happen everywhere, you get people who focus very much on the competition. 
And it's almost like putting blinders on people sometimes. All they can see is winning, winning, winning. And sometimes they don't care about how they go about it. There, there may be times where they do, but typically it's, if it's, if it's not affecting, you know, like it, it's my team and that's it and go. And anyways, uh, they had recruited some guys that, um, were quite the issue for lower level people because these guys weren't that high level either. And I ran in and had my dealings with them when I was in FTW. So I'd given, uh, I'd given Nona a heads up on that um, and said, Hey, you know, just be, be cautious of these guys. They've, they can be quite mouthy in PMs and chats and they can come off as, as pretty negative. And I just don't want to see that type of reputation basically bleed off on you guys. And then you guys look like a bunch of, like a bunch of douchebags that are going around doing whatever. And it was sort of like, yep, sure. Thanks for the heads up and continue on. And again, we're doing our mining in like warp 50 space at this point. And, uh, one of those guys was constantly hitting my OPL miner, which uh, I don't care. Like whatever you can, if you need the resources, you know, just say so. And um, all I I'd PM the guy and I said like, hey man, like if you need the if you need the mats, like just just let me know. Like send me a PM. And ninety nine percent of the time, I probably won't care, but I might just be mining or whatever for something. But if I don't respond to you in fifteen minutes, then go ahead and blow me up. This went on for a couple of weeks where he never actually replied to me, never said anything, kept going. It led to me basically starting a little conversation with Incho, um, to which, to sum things up, it was he's playing by ROE, so it's not a problem. I don't see what the issue is. Wait, wait. So hold on. Let, let me let me stop you there. Yep. Warp fifty space. So you're mining in warp fifty space. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody understands, you're mining in War 50 space. Everybody has a gentleman's agreement that you don't hit people OPL in War 50 space, right? Typically, typically it's you, you don't hit them. Like if other, if, if someone's not hitting you, you're typically not hitting them or their alliance or anything like that. You just leave people be. There's, there's so many open nodes. It's not really a problem. Like you can just go ahead and mine and typically it was the guys that are the guys who can go the deepest into the deep space areas and and mine there and then basically you leave everything else uh prior to that open for whoever can't get as far as the next guy so this person from nona was just either actively targeting you because he would take all your opl stuff even though there were a bunch of open nodes is that what happened yeah, it wasn't like actively targeting me, right? I know that like he was just out basically blowing up I think anybody that was OPL. He was just getting his because he didn't invest in miners, right? He invested in warships. Which is fine. Totally good. But okay. again, it was just one of those like, hey, you know, he's part of your alliance. I'm kind of giving them the the same treatment, right? Like they're not hitting me, I'm not hitting them kind of thing. 
I can, but I won't. And then um, it was just a constant little back and forth in uh, in PMs, and it's well, he's just playing by ROE, and it's like, okay, well, if if it's if that's how it's going to be, if it's just going to be an ROE thing, then all right, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and uh, start playing by ROE as well. So then you'd start hitting OPL. Well, you you said you started kind of like a little mini skirmish with him, right? I can't even remember the details on that. There was a point where he'd he'd hit me. I basically found his base, warped over to it, and like whacked him. And then him and his buddy would uh, <laughs> do the constant little realta attacks on my base and like lock any of my ships down that I had there. Of course, not doing any damage, but just constant whatever. Not a big deal. Um, but that's when I'd usually get the PMs, and they were just the the not polite PMs that I was accustomed to seeing from them. Right. Okay. Right. And again, like when I'm OPL, like they're 90 K nodes. Right. So, you know, you go through a miner out there and it might only have like 20 or 30 K protected cargo. So, you know, the rest is all OPL and it would hit, you know, it'd just be sitting there mining. I'd be at work, whatever. Again, don't really care. But um, well, that at that point, right? If you're if you have the ability to go to War Fifty Space and set a miner there, you really don't need to mine, right? Correct. Yeah, hundred percent. So you're correct. you're just doing this because you're doing like a daily or something, or yeah, know, like typically just... what I would do is I'd get the miner up there. Um, there are other people that uh, that I play with on the server, and not even in my alliance that I would go on OPL mine and then I would take my miner and I'd just start shooting up a bunch of hostiles that would do enough damage to the to the faction miner to the point where it would be a one shot to like an envoy, for example. And then I would fly my faction miner over to that person's base. They would blow me up with their horizon or their envoy or whatever. Take all the OPL and I'd basically just be mining it for for guys that couldn't get out that far. They're like, hey man, I need a bunch of like three star ore, three star gas, or whatever. And I'm like, sure, I can go mine you some of that. There's like tons of it out here. <laughs> so just go set a miner and off you go. So that's really all like that's what I was mining for. And that's why I was saying, like, hey, just shoot me a message before you blow me up, because there might be a chance that there's uh, some people I'm mining some some material for, but anyhow, um, it got down to just going to play by ROE. So it was one of the the Latinum mining events, and we basically were. By the way, greatest event ever, right? Was it the Latinum mining? No, it was the data mining event. That's what it was. It was right around the time when they, I think they had just introduced that stupid change to the data mining where it's all speed mining. And it's like literally three seconds and you've mined a node in, um, what's that? Yarda. Yarda, yeah. So it takes like three seconds to mine a node in Yarda. Ridiculous. Well, it, for me, for, for, for the non-40 people, it, it takes like 11 Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to, on, on that note, on that little tangent, 
those of you listening, don't bother wasting the research points, you know, any of the research uh, into data mining, because it, they've basically made that whole thing irrelevant. So if you don't have to, I would strongly advise not, because for the few seconds it takes per node, it's not really worth it. What about upgrading the uh, augment officers like Joaquin, who does the uh, data mining? He his role seems kind of obsolete too. It, well, that's just it, right? Like they've and I've I've sent letters to Scopely on that, um, taken screenshots of all that different research trees, uh, grab stuff off of Elcars in terms of how much it costs to research all this, and it's like you're really kind of boned all the players who, you know, had invested in this. To make that investment near worthless, so my I think uh, by the time they had changed it, I mean my botany bay is already like tier eight or nine, maxed out everything, and you know here I am spending all this time and effort getting in the getting the botany bay tiered up because they started doing the the augment events every so often. I said, well, you know, I'll go ahead and invest in it, and then they come out with that, and I'm like, well, gee, thanks. You know how much rare and this and that that I've spent and wasted and time. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of a uh, shot in the nuts to a lot of people, I think. And then in the new rogue, the new rogue tree, they have all these like upgrades for the botany bay. Like it makes it faster. Yeah, because I totally take my botany bay into battle. <laughs> like, yep. What you don't? I still fight with my botany bay. Some of those level sixteen reds, man, they 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 need a pure whacking. Dude, my botany bay at this point is like over two hundred k for no reason. Just the, some of the stuff they come out with. Yeah, I use my, I use my botany bay. I use my botany bay as a uh, as a little bit of a cruise missile. You know, if you're doing an armada. Well, the funny thing is with the with that stuff. You know, uh, I I still just kind of a little side thing here. I don't want to throw it out here. I'm of the opinion that a lot of these events they do. <clears throat> the reason why they do them the way they do is because it makes you divert all the resources you're saving for your real ships, and it makes you spend it on this stupid research so you can get some shards for an officer whose ability doesn't work. And then when the event's over, you're like, dang, I was trying to save up 5,000 gas for my Enterprise, and now I have 100 left. Well, back to the drawing board. Guess I need to buy more packs. I, I, it's definitely a marketing strategy for sure. <laughs> Don't forget that the next event after that will require you to tear up that ship that you had been saving for that you then spent all your stuff on. Precisely. Yeah, and then now you just have to scrap your your dumb little Stella so you can get more Stella particles, which is such an odd odd thing. Anywho, so tangent back back to the data mining event. Yeah, so they were having having the data mining event, and then um, by this time it was like, well, I guess I'm playing by ROE now everywhere because again, I never blasted a warship off of. To the best of my recollection, I never blasted a warship off of uh, off of a node just because there was a warship on a node. But uh, yeah, or or killed a floating ship that was OPL or anything of that nature. Um, so, anyways, I did that with, uh, with with some Nona guys, and then had my ships blown up, and then had my base targeted because I had had uh, I'd seen a message that came basically from Minjo to uh, to to my leader at the time saying that 
hey, we're going to go blow up Herb, basically. Had enough of this. And then I went Why? after my base because I was basically playing by ROE at that point. So you were blowing up their ship's OPL? That Was that? Uh, this was, um, if, if, if I saw a warship on a node, I'd blow it up. If I saw a ship just sitting there floating and it was OPL, I'd blow it up. I'd watch it and it would be like, hey, if you're not actually farming with that ship, it's going to get blown up. So, so, so yeah. this catalyst, so the, the catalyst for this behavior of you going ROE, and I say that in quotes, is basically months of time of your ship getting blown up OPL on nodes, and so the they and the data mining event was kind of like the the straw that broke the camel's back because you were, were were you hit OPL mining data was, was that no 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 um so the the months of my ship getting blown up again I didn't really care it was more just trying to have the conversation um because I don't think there was uh at that point there wasn't any unwritten rule of for three star mining it had then transitioned everything over to because by that time dark space was open right Okay. So that whole agreement had sort of then moved over to dark space, but still not that many people were able to um, mine in the high, like warp 53, warp 55 zones. So if I can, let me interject real quick. If I can, <clears throat> I think, uh, I think if I had a general idea, basically what happened was they were playing by the ROE at the time and you messaged them and said, Hey, you know, just, you know, this is what I do. Can you know, just message me, man. You just blah 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 blah. And then the, the reply that you got was essentially, um, that's ROE, and that's what's that's cool because it's ROE. And you're like, okay, so then you started basically blowing up their ships within ROE, and correct. Then that, so it was basically like, well, okay, well, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do that to me, then I'm gonna play with, I'm gonna do use ROE. And I'm going to blow all your ships up that aren't actively doing something, that are floating or OPL or warship on node or whatever. And then that was when the, that's when it started to really turn south. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it was it was a uh, it was basically like hiding behind the rules. Uh, all I had ever asked was just you know, hey, just send me a PM before you blow me up. If I don't respond to you in like ten fifteen minutes, blow me up. Right, because it's that's fair. Like I'm not, I'm not there. So, you know, I think uh, a lot of people knew me and and still know me to be pretty to my word with that. It's like if you're gonna blow me up, I'm not just gonna pull my ship off and be like, oh my god, I gotta run away. I have so many repair speed ups. It's not even funny. I really don't care if you blow up my ship. It's more a matter of principle at that point. And yeah, I do hold people who are in very visible alliances to a higher standard. Like that comes part and parcel with that. Like no one's asking those people, myself included, to spend a boatload of money to get up to the levels that we're at. But with that comes as a playing playing an online game comes a level of responsibility to 
in my opinion, the rest of the community in terms of how you conduct yourself as a whole and towards the community itself. Because obviously you're spending so much money on a game. And I say the game with air quotes because like I've mentioned it to several people. I look at this, uh, I look at the Star Trek game as more of like a, a social app where you're actually just getting together with people that share a similar interest and and playing a little bit of a game there. But um, if you don't uh, if you don't look after that community, basically people are gonna leave and you're going to be left with having spent that boatload of money and no one else really around. So where's the pro in that? You know, like you want to keep the, you want to keep the community healthy is the way I look at it. You want to help out those little guys and you want some more competition. Well, you know, you don't get competition by distancing yourself that far from everyone is sort of the way I the way I look at it. I see. All right, so you so you held Nona to a higher standard. They're playing with an ROE. And then you and, well, it ROE quick, inter- quick interjection. The majority of their players have always been pretty respectful and courteous, especially in those higher higher areas, right? It's always been that, like, it, it's just been a mutual courteous thing that you typically don't go and pee in the other guy's pool when, you know, there's, there's lots of other areas to go. Like, you don't have to be doing that. You know, there's, there's that courtesy there. So there's a few at apples. Correct. And then, you, and then you're, because of that, your base was targeted, or at least... Inko sent a message to Grazi, Inko being known as Admiral, sent a message to Grazi, most Admiral, saying, your base is going to be targeted. Yeah, if I don't cut it out. and You know, at that point, it was like, cut out what? Like, I'm basically just playing by ROE. But, um, yeah, so then I kind of went off the the deep end and was like, you know what? If that's how we're going to do it, then that's fine. Oh, by the way... um, Inko finally did drop that player out of Nona. And then that was used many times of like, we tried to appease you and all this jazz. It's like that, that's not the, that's the, that's a symptom. That's not a problem. Like that's not the cause. The cause is that you're basically focusing on just being number one. And it's like, you're, you know, like there's just not that. Uh, where's where's the respect level gone? Like it's basically just been internalized, and that was sort of it. So, if I can, if I can summarize, or at least understand, effectively, you just got fed up, and mainly not so much at the gameplay, but at the behavior of the the most powerful alliance in the server aiming to just be number one, regardless what it was, right? You know, regardless of the situation, it's like, we're number one, we're always going to be number one and nothing else really matters. Correct. I'm basically there as a reminder that it's like, 
I'm not here to be number one. If I was here to be number one, I'd be in a number one or number two or number three alliance. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to push for it. I really don't care about the rank. That's not what I'm here for. I can buy my way through everything that I need. I I really don't need the the alliance portion for it. I mean, right now I'm in Swarm, a bunch of low level guys. They basically were asking me to to join them, and I kept saying it's like, hey, I've got this whole thing going on with. Uh, with Nona and SNA. I don't want to drag you guys through it. And they kept persisting for for quite a while. It's like, hey, come join us. We don't care. You know, we've had issues as well with people. Uh, just come on over. And I was like, okay. And then I came over to them and you know that's where I where I'm at right now. And so um you mentioned something yeah. interesting. You mentioned SNA. How did that come about? Because at the onset of all of this, uh, again, Incho is Inko, the he's the leader, right? You've you've spent the and by leader not only of the alliance, like you're the leader of spends of spenders, basically, like of spenders. You have spent the most money, hands down, probably double or triple what I've spent, and that's fine. If that's your thing, go for it. Um, and but again that comes with that whole thing of people are then looking at you at both the positives and the negatives and it's a well-known fact and any sort of a customer service approach that the negatives are always the one thing that gets spoken about i think you guys mentioned that on your last podcast right those negatives are what get focused like you rarely rarely ever hear the positives so right, of course that's why i was always trying to like look out for uh look out for the guys at nona that i had considered friends and was like hey i don't want that rep on you guys like i'm not even part of you and that's sort of how all of this sort of spawned in me using that guy as an example of like the type of people that they're bringing in and how that's going to affect them them basically and i say them as in not necessarily just inco but as a group like is this how you really want to be seen with these type of people on board and i think that guy was with them for a couple of months several months i don't even remember anymore because i my care factor on that is actually pretty minimal and yeah it basically so as involved SNA jumped or, or so you started oh. targeting Nona ships, right? You dropped tags, which Correct. Is, I guess what everybody's so, been waiting for. You dropped so, tags, you started attacking Nona. And then how I, did SNA get dragged in? I basically so at the onset of all of this, I said, look, if you're going to support the way Inco's running things, that's fine. But I'm basically gonna be here to hit and deal with anybody and put into basically be that sort of pushback, if you will, to anyone that is supporting him directly or indirectly. I started with Nona because that's sort of like the direct approach. That's his alliance. You know, they're that number one alliance. So I started pushing back there. I let that run for a few for a few weeks, two, three weeks. And I had been messaging SNA and saying, hey, just a heads up, 
if you're going to be indirectly supporting him by being his ally, because they're official allies, I'm going to target you as well. And no responses until it was the day of, and then I got a, well, I don't really know what you want me to say. And I'm like, you don't need to say anything. It's just, you know, if you're going to continue supporting them, again, that's your call. Otherwise, I'm going to start hitting your guys. And that's what I started doing. Now, interestingly enough, it's evolved into a bit of an entirely different beast altogether. Because again, it's that whole level of communication in terms of how people talk in PMs. Um, it's I've never gone to the point of calling people names as I've received <laughs> many, many, many hate mails on. Um, some of which I I have posted for for people to read in the channel. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna actually once once tech gets done I'm gonna I have some things I want to talk about with that. Yeah. So I, I try to keep things simple. Like how you play in a game, like that's totally your call. Uh, take Chef for example. Everyone knows Chef. Oh, Chef's blowing up my stuff. Blah 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 blah. It's like you know what? Chef's got his way of playing. That's totally fine. I will never have an issue with the guy blowing up my stuff until. And I, I say until, I doubt he ever will because I still chat with him even today. Um, you start being basically like name-calling, insulting, and threatening in PMs. If you start that, I'm going to block you. Mainly because I don't need to talk to you about that. Like if, if that's the only way you're going to talk is in a, hateful, in a hateful way, then you're getting blocked. So... Once I started hitting SNA, I was trying to have conversations with them, discussions, just to to get people's uh, feedback, that sort of thing, impressions, what's what's going on. But the majority of them were very negative, and by that time, they were also PMing other members of Swarm. They were getting threatened. They were getting all kinds of things told to them. Uh, they had a good laugh at uh, in Swarm because they were trying to say that I had lied to them about uh, getting them to uh, get me into their alliance. <laughs> it was like, these guys have been after me for a while, and I had kept telling them, like, if I get in, you're going to basically have a big target on you. But, um, yeah, that's basically what it sort of evolved to. Uh, most recently, you know, I saw you, everyone sort of seen that I pushed, uh, I pushed Trojan a little bit there, and he went off the deep end. Um, kind of to a whole new level. He tried oh, he, to use. He took out one of my armadas. Yeah, and he was trying to. And Trojan, if you're listening, it's I've I've tried to have discussions with you and be reasonable, and it's been one of those things in game and and in Discord where you just you just. I don't even know where to begin, but you just don't want to have a civil conversation. Um, I know he was trying to use the fact that uh, we did. I did that little test purge day. Uh, went around, talked about it on the Sunday, talked about it on the Monday morning, about just knocking off non-divorce ships off of Latinum nodes. Um, he tried to use that because I started that day out in dark space, and I... 
because we're at war, um, I took out all the the Nona and SNA four star miners. By the way, anyone who doesn't know, there are 500k nodes out in warp 120 areas. And what would happen is on the the morning prior to the Latinum events, guys would basically have their ships on there and they would have mined an entire 500k node that's sitting at zero. And as soon as the event started, they would pop the miner off and then put it back on. And then they continue that without ever having to remove the miner or even send it back to base until the until basically the cargo holds full. So it wouldn't be um it wouldn't be a new thing to basically see a four-star faction miner sitting on a 500 k node mining away and it's like 1.2 million OPL cargo. So this is just sort of it's sort of like the norm. So anyhow I went after them, um blew them up and then I flew into I gave myself a 30 minute window is what I sort of told people. It would be like 30 minutes prior. I'm just going to go around, basically sweep the system of anyone who's been doing that. And I was apologizing and I did follow up. up. And if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. I tried to follow up with absolutely everybody um, that I hit during that time and was just explaining. It's like, sorry, it's just a one-time thing. It was just a test. If there's anything I can do to make it up to you, like, let me know. And um, you know, I would say 98% of the people were were pretty good about it. Um, in fact, I even got a few messages that uh, were actually in, in complete support of it, including guys that I had hit. Um, so we, I've heard a lot of favor of people that were actually hit by it. And uh, even some guys in our, our uh, crew were saying that they thought it was a decent idea. And um, they were actually in support of it. Yeah, and that was one of the primary that was one of the primary reasons I did it because I'm not trying to inflate my ego or anything like that, but I've I've been around in a few different alliances. I've had a lot of communication with a lot of different people and I felt like if anyone was going to be able to pull it off in the sense of also being able to go back and recuperate any losses for people that were upset about it. I figured I had the best chance to do it. So that's why I took that on myself, even though it wasn't something that, you know, people asked to happen or anything like that. I figured if I do it, at least I can get in touch with these people and say, Hey, look, sorry, I blasted you off this. It was a, like say it was a one-time thing. It's not happening again. Just wanted to see what it would do to the actual event. And if there's anything I can, you know, get you in return, like, let me know. There's been a few guys that I've gotten frequency modulator runs for, and I'm blowing stuff up with my Franklin and then sending my almost dead Franklin to them. Uh, same thing with, as I mentioned, with the my faction miners, I'll load them up and then send them off to those guys and they blow them up and they got resources back and that sort of stuff. So that was, um, that was how I handled that situation. Uh, so I want to go through a couple of these screenshots with you, Herb. Um, I've seen these, the majority of these before. Uh, we've discussed it when we were trying to get you on the podcast. Um, we talked about it when I was still a host. So I've seen a lot of these, but <clears throat> some of these things I want to bring up, and um, those of you who sent these, I'm absolutely using your screen name. Um, as you know on this game, for anybody, even if you're a new player, anything you sent in PMs is nine times out of ten going to get a screenshot. So 
you know that, especially if you're a high-level player, you know that there is a very high probability that your stuff's going to get a screenshot and it's going to get posted somewhere. And so, honestly, I don't really feel sorry for anybody who's willing to talk that way and then get upset if it gets brought to light. So, absolutely, I'm using names here, um, not not intended to start anything, but to to kind of to drive this this whole point home about how serious this has gotten, even though it's just a game. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with what Herb's doing, and I disagree with a lot of what he's doing. Um, but this response right here, uh, to me, is worth mentioning. So the first one I'm going to bring up is from Zaxinator. Nona. It says uh, here, <clears throat> and these are all posted in our Discord, guys. We're going to leave them here. You Feel free to come on in and check them out. It says, you're a rink D co-ed piece of shit. I hope you die of COVID. Um, you know... If I were to read that in some other like online forum that I wasn't part of, I'd probably laugh and be like, wow, person got triggered. But since I know pretty much everybody here in the server, because we're all stuck with each other for as long as we're going to play this game, um, it, it kind of hits home for me that for a digital ship, someone's willing to tell you that they hope that you die of COVID, which as we know has claimed many, many, many lives. Um, what I mean, what what is your reaction reading that particular one? Myself? Yeah. I f just feel bad for people that they're that they're going that far, you know, like wow. Like that that's your response. I mean, I don't take it personally. I got pretty tough skin though. But yeah, just wow. Wow is the is the response, quite honestly. And that that's been the case with a lot of them. Just Wow. Yeah, the yeah, the, the next one that I'm going to bring up here is from this one's from Officer Karsten. And again, no shade toward you guys, um but this is to me it's kind of serious that you're willing to say some of these things to somebody over, over a game. I think that that's it's kind of a, it's almost cringy to me to see it, and I'm embarrassed for you. Um it says, "I see that you're still the same a-hole, insane coward that you've always been. Why don't you grow up and get a life you expletive i'm assuming it says fuck or bitch and stop acting like a mentally ill child okay well so there's that one here um and these are these are just some snippets there's there's plenty more here uh, and then there's this person here um that is uh this one i'm not going to mention the screenshot is there but i'm not going to mention because i do understand there's some backstory but a particular person basically to summarize threatened to come and find you in real life correct that's right. Right. So this person's threatening to come find you in real life, which I mean, you know, good luck. I mean, but still the fact that someone's saying those things, it's still, t it's disturbing to me. I, I don't, I don't, I guess I understand that sometimes people go through things and, and there are different outlets where that, the anger, or the sadness or the grief comes out, but at the same time to direct that and say these things to another individual uh, over a mobile game. And and you saw my response to that person too, right? Yeah, yeah and, I said and you're, I said, and I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be understanding too, because again, you never know if someone is just feeding you a line or if it's actually the deal. So to that person, I replied, I'm like, maybe online games like are something you uh, like want to avoid right now. Is what I wrote to the guy. Yeah, abs absolutely. And near the end of that conversation, you know, because he just uh, he kept going, I'm like, you need to get off the game and seek some 
personal time with people and not online games. Because the the online community is not the place if you're having actual personal issues is not the best choice. You might get lucky. You might and happen to fall upon an instance where you've like I say, your stars have aligned and you've you've caught the right person at the right time in the right moment to actually like help you through something. But 99.999% of the time, online games especially are not the avenue you want to go to if you're having any kind of like personal issues. Like you, you need to make sure you've got some kind of a support system, network, friends, family, something like that in your life. Or again, some kind of like professional that can help you through any of that. I don't think being online if you have mental health is really a good thing. Just in general. No, and again, and, and we know that. We see that daily in GC with the way some people talk. It's like, holy cow. Okay. So you posted some other screenshots, too, here, where you've actually removed the person's name. Is that from the earlier one? Uh, the earlier screenshot that I was referring to about the person no, that was kind of no, having that's a hard time? A, no, that's a, that's a different person. That was, uh, I just, again, I never mentioned to them. Um, that I would, I told them I wouldn't share the the name just in case there's any kind of retaliatory stuff on the on the person's uh, alliance. So that's why I blacked out the uh, the guy's name uh, in okay. there. I I understand. Yeah, that was that was just one of the people. Just so you know, those who are here know I'm not pulling a line and just saying, oh, there there was there was totally people who were on board with getting wiped out. Right, right. So, yeah, there's, um, so anyway, that's some of the stuff here. There's these other screenshots. And like I say, guys, you got to remember, you know, I've said some things myself to people that were completely off color and they've been screenshot and posted around on various discords. And it, it, it embarrasses me now. I look at it every now and then, you know, I'll scroll through an old feed and I'll see it. And it, I just, I'm like, oh my God, I, I can't believe that I allowed myself to, to really lose it. And I've never really actually lost it, but I have said some smart alecky things, some jeers and some some very disrespectful comments that I wasn't seething mad or really upset. It was more trying to be a troll, but at the same time, I went about it in a way that I really overstepped. And so you really got to keep a lot of that stuff in check, guys. Um, you know, so let's just try to keep that in mind. But uh, I believe our friend Ur needs to take a quick second and so this would be the perfect time to introduce tech man all right and for a real time rebuttal representing nona the man himself welcome back seven handyman hey how you doing guys what's up buddy not much having a good evening so you've been listening to this you've been listening to this entire um, podcast, this entire session unedited. You've heard everything yes. that's going on, and I know we were talking in chat a little bit about maybe making like a few notes about some things that you had some rebuttals or some questions that you may have had. Um, and so my first my first thing is to to what what say you about this whole situation? Well. I think if if 
all of us as a whole saw a point to it or really a reason, I think it would be easier to swallow. But um, also, especially in the beginning, uh, when, when Urban started this campaign, he was on a chat blackout. Um, he wasn't talking to anybody. I mean, everybody from most was PMing him. You can verify that with their admiral and many different people. Verify that with me. I was there. <laughs> exactly. So uh, everybody tried to talk him down and like, hey, what are you doing? Stop it. You know. And there was just a lot of information blackout. Nobody knew why he was doing it. All, all we could do was guess, you know. Um, all we really knew for sure is the straw that broke the camel's back was um, the player that was hitting MOPL. Well, you know, which is within row. And I would say most people don't message before they go hit OPL because they don't want the person to run away. They want to take the loot. And this particular person is, a, is basically free to play. I know he's bought a pack here and there over the months and months, but not much. He's pretty much free to play. And uh, he can't get anywhere. He can't even mine because all the nodes are always full. It's very difficult for him to mine. And all of his miners are very low level. So he's just not you know, in the same category as like me or Urban, where we can always find a node and we have ships to fly wherever we want. So people like that are forced to, you know, hunt OPL and whatnot. Yeah, you're kind of forced to, to resort to a kind of a within ROE piracy, if you will. Of course, you know. Um, but I, I totally agree with Urban where he's saying, you know, some, a PM, some respect would be nice. I do know that this particular person can get very mouthy. And ultimately, that's not why, that's why he's not here anymore. And in known as because of he can get a little excitable. But, you know, as a whole, I really like the guy. He knows who he is. Uh, nobody's mentioned names yet, so I guess I won't. But yeah, the only reason I brought, the only reason I brought up names on the, um, on the, the screenshots is because he, the, 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 Herb had posted them and they're here. So, I mean, it's there, so why leave, why leave it out? So Now, just to put a little context into it, a lot of these people are lashing out because they're probably the lowest level person in our alliance. And, you know, I, I know a lot of these are people that are very low level, except for the one with, um, you know, extenuating circumstances. Uh, and, you know, it's hard on them when they get hit. Uh, you know, they may not have any speed-ups to repair their ships. I remember talking to um, a few of the guys, like, we're not all whales. We're not all loaded with mats. We're not all spending a bunch of money. A lot of our alliance is made up of people just like everybody else's. A lot of free-to-play players, a lot of people that have very limited resources or, you know, can't put a lot of money into the game and they may not have any speed ups. So when somebody comes through and wipes out all of their miners in every single system they're mining in over the course of 20 minutes, they're basically out for the day. They can't even mine anymore. It, it does get frustra you know? frustrating. And, I can and see something that. like that can be very upsetting when it's happened a week straight. Yeah, I, I can see that. And if somebody's pushed hard enough, 
and you've been private messaging them and getting no responses for weeks, and then you explode in a private message and say something silly or dumb or totally ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't condone anything like the, the particular messages that were posted. I don't condone anything that was said there. And, uh, we've specifically said that is not allowed here. We do not allow our members to PM stuff like garbage like that. It's not acceptable, but if, if you push somebody enough, they're gonna, they're gonna lash out. They're gonna snap and they're gonna say things because they're frustrated. They're backed into a corner. It's like backing in a wild animal into a corner. Um, what are they going to do? They're going to lash out. It's natural. I was going to say, I do want to add one thing in that uh, a lot of those messages were actually from, from early on. Um, I didn't block anybody. The only time I started blocking people was when I started getting those messages. Oh, I don't blame you. I would block them too. It's uncalled for. Like that. Yeah. And a lot of them, I, I my rule of thumb is, you know, people will have an emotional reaction, but we're all guilty of that, myself included, where something happens and, you know, you get that heat of the moment knee-jerk reply. It, oh, yeah, it, it happens, know. right? <laughs> We've all done it. Anyone who denies it is only lying to themselves. But that's why I typically try to give people a few lines to get, basically get out of your system and be like, hey, let's let's just talk normal. I get that you're upset, that sort of thing. But if you're going to continue down that path, that's where you're getting blocked on my end. Well, it's kind of hard when you, when right out of the gate, the first thing you say is, I hope you die of COVID, you piece of shit. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we just went from zero to a hundred. Real quick. Oh, where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. Now I, I've got a comment. So urban. Um, yes. You have me blocked on Discord now. Just for that, but, yep. well, hang hang on. I know your reason. Yep, yep, yep. You're going to say, but I just want to point out that you've never had me blocked on Discord, and I very, very rarely have ever messaged you except the chit chat every now and again. And we've had many, um, many good conversations over the months and months we played this game together. And as soon as you started your campaign, you blocked me, and I've been blocked since. And I've tried to reach out to you many times with, this is the first time we've spoke in a month and a half or however long it's been since you've started your campaign. And, you know, I just want to know why. why. Why the information blackout? Why, why the no conversation with us? Uh, the conversations were, were happening. It was just... Uh... Again, I had I had stated that if people want to support that style of play within Nona and not really care about how it affects the rest of the community and support Inco, then I was going to target them. And I said time and time again, I said it to OB, I said it to Lady Jedi, I said it to IO 42, um, like, you know, yeah, you guys are my friends, but you're choosing to stay in that alliance. You're choosing to do that support for for your group, regardless of what the consequences are outside of your alliance. And I know, I know, Inko is a he's great when you're when you're on his good side and when you're when you're in his alliance, things are great. I've chatted with him. I've played World of Tanks with him. 
But as soon as you step outside of that, as soon as you're not on the same page, it's a very different story. And to be quite honest, like the best way I know of as well to even like gauge a relationship with people, especially online, is not only through the good times, but also through the hard times. And I still have a really good relationship with several people within Nona. And I've never blocked them, never had an issue with them. I'm sorry I blocked you. Um, but, you know, that was also one of those things where you kind of like you were one of the people that was, if you remember that data mining event, you had your enterprise on there. And then I blew it up and I, and I blew up the one guy's buddy who was sitting there with his, uh, with his BBOPL, not even on a node, just floating. And that then all led to my ships getting blown up and then all of a sudden my base getting attacked while I was mining with, yes, four botany bays that was all over the place mining. And then you guys are like raiding my base. Meanwhile, I didn't get any notifications on my on my screen, by the way, for any of that. Thanks, but it was sort of like... Yeah, GG Scopely. But add that um, to your list of favorite glitches. <laughs> it's always a good one, right? But uh yeah. And then it was I, I know Inco specifically targeted me because I decided to play ROE. That's why I blew up your enterprise. You you took out someone who was I can't remember if they were OPL or on a zero node or just AFK. And I just happened to have my ship there, so I blew you up. I know you were right, coming back with the ship, but you know yeah, what I mean? I but that's that whole yeah, ROE thing, right? It, well, I know we can say that, but that basically just fed, I don't know if that fed Inco a reason to then go out and hit me, but I just don't tolerate that kind of crap at the end of the day. And I never will. And that's why I don't spend that much money. I don't need to. Inco knows that. You all know yeah. that. Like I, I, I will you can, this you can sit around my base and shoot me all day long and I can easily repair it and you get absolutely nothing but a huge repair bill. Well, let's, let's, let's try to, let's try to, both of y'all, let's yep. try to, let's kind of try to keep it in the, in the lane here. Cause I, we yep. got plenty of, we got plenty of time for this. I just, let's make sure that we're covering, you know what I mean? Like what we're, what, what we're trying to talk about here. And I think the, the comment at this point, it was kind of, done what i do my adhd moment we've kind of devolved into some other things but it was on the blocking correct yeah so, so i like i say that's why i said i apologize for that part because i blocked uh i blocked handy because he was partly involved in that original roe moment that then sort of led to me dropping tags and and going ham. so can we hold hand and unblock one another <laughs> yeah, we started a conversation and I don't, it started to devolve a little bit with our disagreement of how we felt about the situation. And then I just, it was, and then I was blocked. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate your apology. Thank you. So, all right. So now that we've covered that point, uh, Handy, what's, what's the next thing you want to bring up? I guess the biggest question is why, as, as a general, like, I, I understand your reason for doing what you did, but as, 
in a more broader sense. Why? Why you? What makes you the person to stand up to Nona as a whole? Herbius. Well, I don't think a lot of other people have the resources or the. Well, that's not true. Know, to, to be able to to be able to actually stand up to you guys because it's going to impact everybody else. All the top alliances, all of their all of their players are going to be within your range to hit. So, basically, it's not going to take much. It's going to take uh, yourself, Inko, Groper, um, Karsten, you know, uh, Ob. You guys can basically just roll through and and roll everybody with the ships you have. Right, and and you're going to be able to hit and base wipe guys that potentially want no part in it. They don't want to deal with that again. You know, they might not be. Uh, we would never do that, ever. Well, if they started going to oppose you, there's no saying you wouldn't. I I think what Urban's trying to get at is, um. I'm going to relate this to Justice League. And if anybody's ever watched Bruce Tim's what? Justice League cartoon, no, no, no just listen. Just listen. It, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of a scenario where, where Batman had a contingency plans to neutralize the rest of the Justice League. And his reasoning was, if you don't think you're a, a, the greatest threat to the, the planet has ever faced, then you're out of your mind. So I think Herb is kind of saying that Look, you guys are the top of the top of the top. You can steamroll anybody. Not that you're going to, but who's going to keep you in check if and when you decide to say, screw this game, I'm going to destroy everybody that I want before I leave. Now, I will say this, that because of Urban's actions and others like him, um, it is actually has sparked uh, that same sort of conversation. Like, you know what, guys? Everybody is picking on us, and we got us under a microscope, and everybody blah, blah, blah. You know what? Maybe we should just go crazy and wipe the whole server out. There's been talk like that because of the attacks over the months and months from various different individuals and entire alliances. Uh, the nipping at the heels, it gets old and uh, a little boring. Because at, at our level, there's not a whole lot of PvP, right? So, Unless Herb decides to PvP. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I honestly... I... Uh, well, all, all you typically do, Herb, is, is hit our miners, dry hit our miners and run. Unless it's an armada, and then you'll hit the leader and run. So, well, let's put that into context, though. First of all, miners are always the thing that are stationary targets, and sure. when I to try find. to go right, when I try to go after warships, if the player is actively playing and they're paying attention, they see me coming and they warp away, and I don't blame them, right? Because let's be well, if your 100%. ship's stronger, I don't blame them either, <laughs> right? And so that's the exact same way it goes. That's a two-way street. And that's my, boo. I'd have to say that's my one pet peeve when it comes to this war is people failing to see that it's a two-way street. They always see it from one side, right? They're like, oh, you come at me and you blow me up because I'm weaker than you. And yet, and you, and you know, and you run away from the big guy. It's like, 
but it's the exact same thing every time, you know, like if I'm coming at you and I'm on and you're online, like you run away from me because I'm bigger than you, just like I'll run my ship away typically if there's someone bigger than me. It's not always <laughs> like sometimes, like, right? Like, I mean, yeah, like this, I is, this is just normal game Fair common point. sense. Um, and again, there's times where, yeah, I'll, I'll go in and I'll hit hit you guys. I mean, I think I did that this morning and that was over a miscommunication. Um, I had missed, because we were chatting and all of that stuff in Discord and I missed a PM um, from OB about, uh, we were just chatting because the late last night, um, one of your guys started hitting our armadas and we had been sort of leaving armadas alone just over a, uh, I guess it was sort of like a natural evolution of let's just see what happens when we start leaving armadas alone and everyone tended to um, up until last night. And then that sort of sparked me just going and wiping out stuff. And that was including when you guys had all your big ships, right? So um, again, it goes both ways. It is what it is. But um, in the end tech, I think you kind of, hit it on there is sort of like, I'm basically there to just kind of keep you guys in check and be like, Hey, like people aren't just going to let you do your thing. And there's a lot of that. We don't, a lot well, of, I would, a lot of, go ahead. Sorry. I would argue that we haven't been just doing our thing that we've been doing the server thing. A lot of what we do is an in interest of keeping the piece on the server, like following the server 34 row. Um, there's a lot there we don't agree with and don't want to follow. And, and you know what? We may not in the near future um, because of a lot of different reasons, which we will address and let that information out in the days or weeks to come. But we should have a good talk on ROE some other time. We're, we're going to make some changes, you know, because of some of these happenings. Whereas before, we were pretty peaceful. Um, we always try and be respectful. And anytime anybody out there gets a nasty PM like that, let me know, please, because I don't condone it. I don't want to see it. It's uncalled for, um, and we'll deal with it. Let me ask. Let me let me ask this one thing to, and I'm gonna let me ask you, Herb, and then Handyman. I'd like to hear you kind of like a rebuttal or a response or whatever, just because. Just since we're here, we're all in the same room, and sure. we're live, live and in color. Um, what herb? What would it? See if I can put this a, the best way. What would it take for you to stop your campaign, whatever it is you're doing, your skirmishes? What would it take in your mind? Like, what would have to happen for you to go back to Farmville, as it were? I'm not a big fan of the whole Farmville thing, but um, it's it's mostly the attitude changes um, is probably the the number one thing. It's like it's it's one thing when you are playing the game and you're just literally playing the game. It's a whole other thing when you start getting into belittling and insulting and name calling, and that sort of seems to be the norm um, coming from. And it's not just, you know, it, it's I'm primarily focusing on Nona and SNA because they are together, they are allies. Um, so yes, I am sort of getting you guys into that one group. Um, 
but again, it's because you're the number one group, you know, you, you end up seeing more of that. All of your actions sort of ripple through the rest of the server in some way, shape or form. Um, the part that doesn't really help out the situation is a lot of this new content, new zones and that sort of thing that have opened up that are only accessible via uh, tokens. And then it's this whole problem with ROE, which we can talk about some other time. Um, but how does, you know, like ROE, it sucks because it's not, it's very rigid. It's not fluid and you need to have a little bit more fluidity, which is why I always did the respect courtesy deal. Um, you know, people getting hit in these new zones and they're sort of under the impression that the new zones would be like the other new zones and, you know, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't get hit there, but then they end up getting hit there and it's a Nona person that hits them and it Man. creates this <laughs> ripple effect, right? So that's that's sort of why I say that in that sense that you really have to be a lot more cognizant of your actions and the member and the actions of your members all right handy your response to that well i would say first and foremost we are just a collection of people like everybody else um, our alliance is no different than anybody else's we just happen to have you know those extra four or five players that spend a lot more so therefore have more powerful ships that's really the main difference okay so so handy the same question to you what would what would um what's the best way i can obviously you know no one can speak for what would it take to stop it what would it what would it take on your end what would it take for for urban to do or some happenings for you guys to uh allow it to go away uh really it would be anything i mean if urban said right now you know i'm going to stop hitting you guys i would just release an announcement saying we're done and that would be it i mean we don't need any concessions from them i i wouldn't even say that we're at war i wouldn't even call it that i would just say it's Urban is, has his anti-Nona campaign, and we're just continuing to do our thing. So, so, so basically, in a sense, is that from to in layman's terms, it's kind of a situation of well, whenever he's ready, we're ready. Pretty much. I mean, I don't, I don't think. I I dislike the whole feeling like I have to do something to save face or. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, we don't need to stand up and challenge Urban or make him do something for us to capitulate. Um, you know, it just doesn't matter. It's just right. not a big deal. I mean, if he wants to stop, great. If he wants to continue, if that's the game he wants to play, uh, to run around and dry hit and excite a response and get our chasing him with our warships, you know, that's fun too. It can be fun. PvP is fun. Um, a little more of it would be good instead of just I come online and a couple of my miners are dead and, or one of my miners is dead and I can't find Herb anywhere. I'd love to chase him down and blow him up, but I can never find him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask, Herb, this one's, this one's for you. And just, you know, I consider you a friend. 
we played together at most, you know, I like you a lot. If what you're talking about seems to be that the issue that you have is it deals with a lot of other people's ego and you feel it's like their ego is kind of interjected into the game and they feel like they're the big kids on the block and things of that nature. Am I, am I correct in that saying that? Yeah. Okay. So now my follow-up would be, and again, you're my friend, so don't take this the wrong way, but if you respond in kind, does that to, to me just kind of as a lay person, um, would it not be wrong for other people to assume that you've then allowed your ego to get in? I don't know. To be honest, I don't think my ego has gotten in the way. I'm just basically, again, I'm just, I'm the only one who known I can hit. That's in Swarm, probably one of the reasons why they're fine with me being there. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to basically continue it as long as, you know, I'm getting that sort of, vibe that they're continuing their whole little approach this way. One sec, sorry. Er, um what because I, I, I didn't really get get the clear impression. What about Nona do you want them to change? Like what specifically so that you could stop your campaign? I would probably say they need to do some uh internal internal reflection on what exactly is uh happening in their ranks and how they're how they're dealing with things um that would probably be the biggest one i mean i've always tried to have the utmost respect for for nona having been a former member having a lot of people in there that i that i enjoy dealing with on a daily basis to try to be respectful and i'm respectful with all of them and uh yeah it's just uh it's been one of those things where I've always tried to, even when I'm not in there, as with any alliance, just give them heads ups on when things are not reflecting well on them, because I do actually care about people's reputations. And unfortunately, what started all of this was the seeming lack of care from inside that group. So if they're willing to do that, a little bit of internal reflection more than willing to give them the opportunity. So we've heard from Herb, we've heard from Handyman, and it seems as though, it, at least at this point, I was, I was kind of hoping we could kind of get both of, both of you guys on here handy and hopefully we could hammer something out, but it doesn't really seem like that's a possibility right now. No, and I, I can't say as I'm too surprised because a lot of people have tried to speak with him and I have and many other people have and he's looking for something but nobody's quite sure what. Well, in closing, I just want to say to to you, Tech, to Herb, to whomever's listening, I actually spent uh, a great deal of time speaking to go on the phone. Uh, I was on the phone with him for half and you know i gotta say that i've seen some of the really horrible things that he said and i i brought it to him and i said yo like that's that's not cool like what the what the hell man and he he even admitted he said you know sometimes you know i've said things that i shouldn't have said and a lot of the things that i've said but unfortunately i've said them they're out there and of course people can say but I, what i do want to say is that speaking to him for that long I mean, he's a person just like the rest of us. It's no secret that obviously he's got a lot more money than 
rest of us do because I mean good where he's at in the game. But aside from that, I did not really get anything from him. I didn't feel like he was being condescending. Uh, I didn't feel like he maybe thought that he was better than me. I felt like he was a regular person. So I just want to end on that. Oh, and I would also say that uh, really, Inko, I would wholeheartedly say that really he's not the admiral of Nona. I would say the Commodores are. Um, maybe once every two months, Inko will declare something, you know, like, hey, we're going to do this. You know, other than that, I, anything we implement has been brought up by somebody else. Um, he asks the other officers before really doing anything. Um, he asks all the members, like we post things in our internal discord constantly, um, asking everybody what they think, you know, you know, everything from the lowest power person in the Alliance has a say, like we're all part of the same Alliance. We all have a say in it. So really it's not Inco's Alliance. Everybody, most, I would say 95% of the people here in Nona have feel an ownership over the Alliance just as much as Inco does. So if somebody's if somebody is attacking our Alliance because of Inco, it's just never going to work. Like nobody's going to leave because of that. They're, you know what I mean? It's not going to break us ever. Are you saying that Inco is just the mentoring candidate here? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, full disclosure to anybody else that's listening, uh, Inko has agreed to come on the show. I've already talked to him. He said any time. And we've discussed it. We just haven't... Um, we haven't been in the... We haven't... It hasn't fit into our plans, for lack of a better explanation. It hasn't fit into to everything that's going on. So we are going to try to have him on. Way to talk down to the guy. Good, man. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think it's been fun. I hope everybody had a blast listening. Maybe they got a little bit of sense of why Herb is doing what he's doing and why Nona is responding in kind. And maybe Trojan will stop by and tell us his, his part. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Well, let us know what you guys think in the comments below or message us on Discord or in-game. We're always available to talk. I want to thank Herb for being here. Andy, thanks so much for stopping by and crashing the party. It was a blast. Thank you and this has been Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. I'm TechMan16. And I'm Strange Kirk. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>